Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Pacific North Weird. Um, little pre-show notes, I really need to come up with, like, a creative name for this little segment. I don't even want to call it that. Section. Um, but nothing has come to me yet, so I'll keep thinking. Anyways, you might, uh, notice that my sound quality got a smidge better. I feel a smidge is, like, a, a good way of describing it. I got a new phone with, like, functioning camera again and, like, a home button that works. Well, no home button, actually. I went from having a Galaxy S6 to an S9, and, yeah, the glow-up is real. But I'm still- Mike's gonna happen in the future. I just gotta get my shit together first. Um, so this will probably be just a little mini-episode, and full disclaimer- I am enjoying a few rolling rocks while I record this one because <coughs> ew because I feel like this is a subject that is best covered or consumed when you are under the influence of your substance of choice I will say indulge responsibly <sighs> I don't know why I'm yawning um I wanted to change up the mood a little bit So, we're just gonna have a fun, chill, laid-back episode, because it is my Saturday, and we are just taking it easy. Cryptid Monday. Is today Monday? I really hope it is. Anyways. (coughs) But coming up in October, expect to hear more about the killers of Washington, and maybe some ooky-spooky, too-spoopy ghost stories, because I wanted to save kind of that stuff, you know, have a ramp up to Halloween mood, because I am a basic bitch who loves fall and loves Halloween. Um, that's why I've been focusing mainly on, like, uh, cryptids and local legendy stuff lately. But, uh, we will switch the mood up and get more kinds of variety- or varied content- content- up- (laughs) just subjects- up in this bitch soon. I'm so professional. Anyways, so today we are going to talk about a totally real and not made up by people under the influence of drugs or mental health crises, um, cryptid that is totally a real thing, and he is my hometown hero. I love him. From the second I ever heard about his name, or the second I heard his name, I was like, it is true love. We are going to be talking about Bat Squatch. So, on May 18th, 1980, Mount St. Helens erupted. The blast exploded half of the mountain and sent ash over an 11 statewide area. It was one of the biggest volcanic eruption or events ever recorded in North America and all over the news. It was only after the eruption that a bizarre flying entity began to be seen in the area, a creature which would be which would come to be called Bat Squatch. We're gonna take a pause so I can take a drink. Drink every time I say Bat Squatch. Maybe don't do that, actually. I don't recommend it. I don't trust my writing enough. In May of that same year, 1980, a sighting was made of a purplish humanoid creature with glowing red eyes, bat-like wings, and an odd bat-like face. It resembled a front... <laughs> 
a flying, rather, not a frying primate, a flying primate, and its name is derived from the words bat and sasquatch, obviously. Several more sightings were reported throughout the 80s, along with several livestock killings that could possibly be attributed to the bat squatch. But overall, people didn't buy it. Sasquatch was one thing, but now you were trying to get them to, to believe that he had a cousin who could fly? In 1994, teenager Brian Canfield was driving his pickup truck on a remote stretch of road on the way to Camp 1 in the Mount Rainier area. <coughs> it was night, and his truck suddenly stopped working. He then saw a figure start to appear, illuminated by his headlights. He said that the motion it made was as if it was landing in front of him. Using the nearby trees for scale, he gauged the creature's height at around nine feet. So, you know, your typical squatch proportions. He also noted that it seemed to have claws and a muzzle lined with sharp teeth. A little intimidating. They stared each other down. Then, the bat squatch twitched and enormous wings spread out from its back. The wings repeatedly covered the width of the road. Brian said that he felt more out of place than scared, and that... He felt like he was experience that the experience was happening to someone else, almost like an out of body experience was happening. <sighs> Another yawn. I had coffee and I drank a coke. It's it's beer. I don't know. At least it hasn't been a burp yet. It's kind of my signature now. I'm a little bit disappointed that I wasn't able to keep the trend going with the last episode. That was a serious subject though. John Tornow deserved better than a burp, and I'm glad that I just stuttered over my words a lot. Oh yeah, here, we're gonna have a little sidebar, sorry. Um, I drank so much caffeine before I recorded the last episode. I had written my outline and then just, like, been like, oh, okay, I'll I'll record later today. And then I was like, no, let's just get it done now. But the way I type out my outline is I just, like, drink, like, five or six cups of coffee and I'm really caffeine sensitive and I just go at it and knock it out because... That's just how I found. I need to blow my nose. My allergies are back. I'm sorry. I'm a mess, but that's why this week is being a chill, laid-back episode. I hope you don't mind. Y'all, y'all don't mind. That's what I meant to say. All, all of y'all. <coughs> what was I saying? Crap. Um. Oh yeah, I had so much caffeine the last week that I kept like uh stuttering and stammering over my words because I was just like in a caffeine-fueled state of anxiety, but I don't know. We're doing better this week. Brian's account- (coughs) That that voice crack. God damn. Brian's account of the events was published by local and national media. He is the first official recorded sighting and is the one who came up with the amazing name of Bat Squatch. Brian was reportedly a normal, insane person, as reported by his friends and family. Always an important note to detail or detailed to note in cryptid sightings is the general mood, the vibe of the person that they are coming from. 1994 was also the year that a mountain guide and liquor store owner, Butch Whitaker, reported an encounter with Bat Squatch. He claimed to have been flying a small plane to Mount Rainier when he saw the cryptid flying close to the plane. He claims that he took pictures, but to this day they have remained unseen. Which, Bruce... Don't play with my heart like that. Don't tell me you've got actual footage or pictures of the Bat Squatch and then not let me see him. One second. Beer break. (sighs) Alright, also... That totally just makes me think of 
the Twilight Zone. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The fucking bat squatch looking thing out on the uh, plane of the wing. It wasn't that, but that's what I'm imagining it as and it's even better. Now, if you're familiar with cryptids at all, and face it, if you're listening to this podcast, you uh, probably are, you're probably realizing how similar this seems to Mothman. For those who don't, uh, for those who aren't in the know about our boy Mothman, he's the only cryptid with a statue that has a weirdly detailed muscular booty. Mothman is a cryptid who is seen in who is seen numerous times in West Virginia, mostly from 1966 to 1967, through, oh, though sightings are still reported today. Mothman is described as a humanoid figure with wings and glowing red eyes. People who have seen the Mothman report a feeling of dread, and shortly after the sighting began, the Silver Bridge collapsed and caused the deaths of 46 people. <sighs> Third yawn, Jesus. Some believe that Mothman is either an omen of bad news or actively causes mayhem and destruction. I like to believe that he's good guy Mothman. In 2009, Batsquatch took a vacation to California's Mount Shasta. He was Shasta? Shasta? I don't think I've ever heard anyone say it out loud before. (laughs) Whatever. Don't make fun of me. No judgment. He was spotted by a group of hikers. They described the beast as a large, man-like flying creature with an enormous wingspan. Witnesses clearly stated clearly that the creature had the head of a bat. All who saw it were overcome by a feeling of absolute dread, similar to what the witnesses of Mothman reported. They also described him as Hulk Hogan-sized. So, do with that information what you will. While some theorize that the Mount St. Helens blast opened up a rip in either dimension or time for a reality-bending creature to come through, sightings of flying humanoids in Washington have a surprising history. In 1948, there were some sightings of a bizarre flying man in Longview and Chehalis. A flyer describing the 1948 events clearly described a man or man-like being wearing clothes and using clearly artificial wings. Batsquatch, however, is always in the nude. <sighs> Four. I'm not even tired. I don't know what this is. Stress yawn, probably. It's been a long week. In the present day, sightings of bat squatch around Washington have died down for the most part. Locals mainly agree that it's a hoax and something fun to laugh at the absurdity of. Sightings of bat squatch. Bat <laughs> Sounds like a vampire name. Bat squatch could possibly be a large moth or bat, or just 100% fiction that may or may not have had some help from the moon cabbage. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Pacific North Weird. I'll be back next week with a story about a real bad bitch, and not the fun kind. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Trista Jean, and on Facebook, I have a page uh, for the podcast called Pacific North Weird Podcast. Kind of obvious. And I will be making an Instagram account for the podcast soon. Uh, be safe and watch out for the bat-winged, no-horn-flying purple bat-squatch.